my grandmother, John F. Kennedy, Cal, and Stanford. All things that are not joining the Big 12. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Big 12, Locked On Dose Grande. Thank you for making Locked On Dose Grande your first listen every single day. Did you know? <laughs> oh, false alarm, everybody. False alarm. Don't have to press those panic buttons anymore. Cal and Stanford are not coming to the Big 12. Brett McMurphy was one of the first to tweet this out. He has been all over this. So many people have been um, up in arms about whether or not, myself included, whether or not Cal and Stanford, Calford, would be in the Big 12. And now, officially, we know. Officially, I say officially, sources have told a lot of really reputable uh, journalists that the Big 12 is done. Like, we're done. Why are we in this conversation? Keep my Big 12's name out mouth expletives. That's what's happening right now. Is the Big 12, Brett Yormark, saying, no, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. ESPN could pony up. There's this, this realm. If you've been following this, you understand that the, the pact, and again, bring this to your water cooler, enlighten your coworkers. The Pac-12 has basically said, uh, hey, we're done. We don't exist anymore. So Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, and Stanford are all looking for a place to go. Oregon State, Washington State, really struggling to find a landing spot. Uh-oh. Cal and Stanford also struggling, but they think they could go to the ACC. And the ACC was like, nah, we're one vote short of letting you in. And then ESPN said, hey, but what about if we just let them in? Because, you know, hey, we could give, you know, Cal and Stanford, they're not that bad of brands. Let's give them a little push. And the ACC said, okay, we'll let you in, but we're going to have to give you less money than Florida State. And then Cal and Stanford said, that's good. Sure. And then the ACC said, okay, we got to meet about it and vote again. And then that hasn't happened yet. When it does happen, there's a good chance that Cal and Stanford are admitted into the ACC. Then we'll have the whole conversation of what does that do to the Big 12? Does SMU go with? Because SMU has said, we have don't, this is all wild. This is like, we are watching a, like a real housewives episode. This is like real housewives, except the housewives are college football teams it's just really dramatic back and forth like do we let them into the homeowners association do we not and they're gonna have a revote they're gonna have a fun little revote and figure out whether or not stanford and cal would go to the acc and then smu has said hey i know that i don't have a home in the neighborhood and i don't I don't even plan to buy a home in the neighborhood, but I'll pay property taxes. Uh Uh-huh. I'll pay property taxes for as many years as you want me to, just so I can be a part of the homeowners association. That's what this is. Somebody else, SMU is like, hey, somebody else will pay our property taxes for us. So I guess you get paid either way. We just kind of want to be here, be associated with you guys. Mind numbing, mind boggling. We will get to them in the middle segment today. Um, the the whole Stanford Cal thing, I do think the ACC goes through with it. And if the ACC doesn't go through with it, I'm going to put my left hamstring on the line again here. 
we are to a point where Brett Yormark has been fairly clear. There is not an avenue. There's not an avenue. He's been clear, at least according to reputable journalists, there's not an avenue to add Cal and Stanford. And I, I ask, I pose the question, what would those schools add anyway? And here's, can I, can I take you back into the process of what recording a podcast every day is like? I usually make a take like that. I say, you know, X jumpy thing. And I get, I, I just, I, I hunker down, I brace, and I get ready for opposing fan bases or some fan base to be really upset that I said X poppy thing. Funny, there were zero Cal and Stanford fans in my mentions. I said West Virginia would go one and eleven, and I'm going to back it up at the end of today, end of today's show. But the Cal and Stanford fans, when I said the Cal and Stanford would not go to the Big Twelve, they would add nothing to the Big Twelve, and that all that Stanford's good for is rowing. Radio silence. Uh, do they exist? Where are they? I want to talk to Cal and Stanford fans. I want to say hello. I, I, I just, there's no banter. There's no life. There's no life. Like a DNR here, but it's been DNR for years. No one is, no one wants to resuscitate them. They certainly don't want to be resuscitated. What does the future of Stanford and Cal look like in the Big 12, in the ACC, in the Pac 12? Not good. None of this is good for them. Why would we, again, the Big 12, folks, it is a business, not a lifeline. It's a business, not a charity. If you can't make this league money, then why would this league stick its neck out to take you? It will not. Brett, your mark's not an idiot. He's not a stupid businessman. He's not George Klyovkov, who was like, yeah, I'll, st- I'll, hold, I'll hold on tight to you all. I'm going to crash my plane into the side of a mountain. Brett Yormark's not going to do that. He's not going to stick his neck out for Cal. He's not going to stick his neck out for Stanford. And he's sure not going to do it for SMU. So you take all this conversation, you crumple up in a ball, act like it never happened. Act like we never had the Cal-Stanford to the Big 12 conversation. How funky would that have been? Saturday night, UCF and Stanford playing a Big 12 game. Stanford would have brought so little value in football. So little ticket sales. Cal would have brought so little value in football and so little ticket sales as well. Why would we have ever needed them? And let me tell you this right now. If I'm wrong, oh, brother, if I am wrong and it comes out this week that the Big 12 is still exploring the option of taking Cal and Stanford, if there's a chance that Cal and Stanford do make it in this league, if the ACC eventually says no and votes no, if Florida State says get out of our league, if if Calford comes to the Big 12, I'll blow a gasket. I'll lose my mind. I'll lose my mind because it would be, I don't care what ESPN pays. It would be a great way to tarnish the big 12. Cause you know what could happen? And this is dramatic. This is extreme. This is me putting on my own tinfoil hat. What could happen is they get here and now really hang on to this. They get to this league. And now there are eight PAC 12 voting blocks. If they can get, if they can bring Washington state and Oregon state, which they likely will eight teams in the Pac-12, eight teams in the original Big 12. Remember how much they hated TCU and Baylor and BYU? These teams have an opportunity now to come together to make really dramatic, daunting decisions that hurt the religious schools of the league. If you're religious, if you're not religious, what I hope everybody can come together on the grounds of respecting is that some teams, some programs have different values than other or others or stricter values or values that are, are private, uh-huh. but basis of a private school, private values. Here's something we all share in common. We're going to stay away from the federal government. 
doesn't always happen that way, but it's kind of the it's the idea behind this. And that if the the, the new Pac-12 teams come in, if eight Pac-12 teams are here, thanks to Calford, they can just vote that stuff away. Truly, truly, truly. They can build these blocks and decide that, hey, we don't like X, Y, and Z. We want to change X, Y, and Z. We want to make sure we want to pun- you know, punish BYU by making them play on Sundays or something. And I know that all sounds so extreme, but that's kind of the links these teams were going to a couple of years ago when Baylor was exploring the idea of a possible Big 12 push or TCU was exploring that idea. You're toying with fire if you let these teams in. And I think we can all come together and now decide, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It'd be silly for all involved. It wouldn't make this conference money. They would have to come in for less money. And it, it, at, at the end, all said and done, wrap all of it up, it would just be a stupid business decision that would be the, the, the beginning of the end for the Big 12. And for the ACC, bringing these teams on is the beginning of the end of that conference. Florida State's done. Clemson's done. Miami's done. I'm sorry, guys. If the ACC signs those teams on this week, we're down to a power three. The ACC will not exist by 2030. You can mark this clip right here, right now, nine minutes in or whatever it is. It's just the way things are going to go. Also, SMU is not coming to town. Why is SMU in this conversation? SMU is never joining the Big 12 right here on Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm telling you, sometimes in life we're faced with tough decisions and the path forward isn't always clear. You know that. Whether you're dealing with decisions around careers, relationships, anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while navigating life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. I'm I'm telling you, therapy is something that from a mental health standpoint can truly help so much, can help you grow as a person, understand yourself better. I, It's helpful as a positive learning tool for coping skills and setting boundaries for yourself. So if you're thinking about therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Entirely online, it's convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege. BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege and you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Never in ever in the history of the world that exists will SMU be in the Big 12. They have begged, begged Power 5 conferences for a seat at the table. They went to the ACC and said, don't give me food. Just give me a seat at the table. Our donors will take care of the food. 
our donors, people will, will give us money, our endowment will, will somehow in an athletic budget make enough money to, to cater to ourselves. Don't give us a dime to come to your conference. When is the la- oh when is the last time that somebody was like, hire me? Hire me to your business. When you, as someone who's a hiring manager, or you as someone who's trying to build a team or trying to think critically, somebody came to you and was like, hey, I don't need any benefits of this. Don't give me any money. I just want to work for you for years and years and years and years all of the time for zero dollars. And they've been a normal person. Maybe once in a blue moon, not in an SMU situation, not in a multi-billion dollar industry. Has somebody come to the table and said, please take us. If you allow us in your club, then we'll give you all the money that we have. SMU has not been the same since the death penalty, but there's not an excuse for the death penalty. I want you to listen to that again. SMU has not been the same since the death penalty, but there is not an excuse because of the death penalty. I I was not alive when that happened. You, you SMU, you've had 40 years to recover from this. 40 years to recover from the death penalty. You've seen so many teams in college football, Penn State, terrible scandal Baylor terrible scandal Michigan State terrible scandal uh, even Northwestern terrible scandal some of these out even outside of football here like Baylor basketball and these teams have all recuperated over the course of time these teams have all found a way back into the fold into relevance in college athletics at some point in time or another but not SMU So this crutch of, oh, the death penalty truly ruined SMU. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. I I was born 20 years after the death penalty. Not that. Not that long. It's 15 years, maybe. And, and, And what? What is your excuse to be so bad? SMU has not won a conference championship since 1984, pre death penalty. That is unbelievable. June Jones was the last one to have mm, relative consistent success-ish, right? Sonny Dykes could make a case, but June Jones, a couple of Conference USA uh, championship runs, they got close. Dykes took him to a few bowl, bowls. June Jones was fine. He kind of resurged the program. This has not been a, a bottom dweller by any means over the course of the last decade. It's not like we've all just thrown SMU completely to the wayside because they've been so bad. Right. Dykes, I think Dykes went to four bowl games. June Jones went to four or five. Rhett Lashley, they played BYU last year in the New Mexico Bowl. Yes, highly coveted. That was a BYU. Ah, Big 12 team, BYU. They are not a legitimate power all time, have a losing record all time. And granted, their last 10 years of success have been fine, but they've resulted in the Hawaii Bowl, the Armed Forces Bowl the BBVA Compass Bowl, the Frisco Bowl, the Boca Raton Bowl, the Fenway Bowl. What are we doing? Why is the ACC entertaining this? And why would the Big 12 ever entertain this? Because we've had this conversation of, oh, the Big 12 added Houston and Cincinnati, UCF, BYU. They should have added SMU. I don't know. I think we might look down the road in five years and question whether or not the Big 12 should have added Houston. And that's no knock on Houston. That's a compliment. Here's what I mean by that. The Big 12 is in a position from a recruiting standpoint with the Texas schools. Houston's going to to compete against Baylor and Texas Tech and Oklahoma State even, against BYU even, and TCU 
for recruits. It's going to hurt in-state schools when Houston starts winning recruiting battles in football. So what I'm trying to bring to you here is if you bring in SMU, you give them the Dallas Metroplex, I don't think they're going to out-recruit the long-standing Big 12 teams, but man, they're going to be a thorn in everybody's side. And guess what? They're not going to make you a lot of money. I, I know... I know the bringing in Houston and Cincinnati wasn't a huge money-making decision. It wasn't a, oh, these teams are certainly going to replenish Texas and, and OU. But they're profitable enough. And, and SMU, at the point where the Big 12 is now, with 16 teams, right? You've just added Colorado. You've added Arizona and Arizona State. You've added Utah. Do you, do you respond to adding those teams by saying, all right, our, for our next trick, Southern Methodist University, absolutely not. It'd be, the, it'd be the stupidest thing you could do. There is, should be zero conversation moving forward, zero conversation moving forward about SMU and the ACC. They're begging you to get into their conference. They're wanting to go for free. They're wanting brand association. They're wanting to play those games for free. SMU to the ACC is the death of the ACC. So is Cal and Stanford. Florida State's not going to stick around for that. Clemson's not going to stick around for that. Miami's not sticking around for that. And SMU is not. There's no backup. Everybody knows now that SMU is trying to get out of the, the American Athletic Conference. Everybody knows. There is nothing they can do to say otherwise at this point. You've burned every bridge. Every bridge. And for what? To get nowhere. Because nobody's taking SMU. Sorry. Nobody's taking SMU. The Big 12's not. Ever. I'm taking myself to FanDuel at Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. <sighs> you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you really win. This weekend was just okay for me at FanDuel.com. I put a couple hundred fake dollars on some basketball and football and mostly football, all football. And I... <sighs> I made 37 cents or 46 cents or something, which is great. It's a profit. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $5 to can bet $5 and get $200. That's what it is in bonus bets guaranteed. All customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. What? Did you hear that? All customers who bet $5 at FanDuel will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. You can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. West Virginia. The Mountaineers, Mountain Mama. I, I posted a schedule prediction the other day, and I said that West Virginia transparently would go 1-11 and 11 this football season. I want to apologize to West Virginia fans. I have a, by the way, 48th best recruiting class in 2023 is terrible. I want to apologize to West Virginia fans because this is not a, a, a boat of hate towards West Virginia. Um, Dante Stills, who was the, the lifeblood of this team, is gone. Um, Jordan Jefferson gone. Alston gone. You're looking at a, a, a lot of pieces that are gone. Your, your entire corner section, all the corners are gone. The run game's good. The run game is really good. I'll give you that. Your quarterback situation may be the worst in the Big 12. 
And what is worse than all of this, all of this, is your head coach is terrible. Bryce Ford Wheaton, Sam James graduated. Reese Smith transferred. I mean, the, my, in my notes as I was going through, I was like, huh, I wonder what I could, I wonder what I could build together for this team to be good. Frazier's great. The, the, the offensive line is solid. I like the offensive line. I like the running game. I think that's going to bode well for you. However, however, numbers-wise, you've lost your top four wide receivers, your wide receiver coach, your top two tight ends, and your coordinator. You have the worst quarterback in the league. Your offensive line is great. Your running back room is great. That's all you have on the offense. That's not a good thing. And your schedule doesn't help you out very much. Uh, And some of you have turned the video off by now. I get it. I understand why. I want to let you know I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at Neil Brown. West Virginia may be the easiest place to win in the Big 12. I miss when LSU played in Morgantown and the place was rocking and everybody was glued to Morgantown. Remember that regular season game? That was awesome. I don't think you should keep rooting for West Virginia to win. At some point this year, you have to just have to decide, okay, we just need to suck so that Neil Brown can be fired and somebody else competent can win at West Virginia. Cause I think anybody can, it's an easy place to win historically. Nobody's been as bad as Neil Brown since the 1970s. Penn state's a loss. Duquesne's a win. Congrats. It's the only one you're going to get. Pittsburgh's a loss. Texas Tech might go to the Big 12 championship. It's a loss. TCU just played for a national championship. You've started one and four, and then you have a bye week to think about it. I don't think anybody can argue that West Virginia is starting one and four. At Houston, they're bad. Uh, They're just not great. I think you lose. Oklahoma State, they're not great. You're worse. At UCF, they're a great, they're an eight and four team this year. You're going to lose. BYU at home. Maybe you get lucky. I think you lose. At Oklahoma, definitely a loss. Cincinnati at home. Maybe you got a shot. Maybe you beat Houston, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati and go four and eight. At Baylor, you lose. I don't I find no joy in this, West Virginia fans. But Neil Brown is a really, really bad coach. He had the 47th best offense in the nation last year. 63rd best defense. 69th best team. Nice. In college football. Your scoring defense, 116th. That's bad. Yards per play given up defensively, 109th in the country. You give up six yards per play. 111th in passing defense, and you lost all your bad corners. And you gave up more explosive plays than all but 10 teams in the NCAA. And offensively, 51st in scoring, 80th in yards per play, 112th in yards per attempt, passing the ball, and that's not going to get any better. 102nd in QB rating. I take no joy in this, West Virginia, but you're going to lose a lot of games this season. The schedule's not easy. Schedule's not easy. You lost all your corners. You lost all your wide receivers. Your line's back. That's good. Your running backs are back. That's good. I don't even know if you have a quarterback good enough to hand the ball off. I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy this. Your defense is, was, was really, really bad last year. Let's just six yards per play is absurdly, absurdly bad. <sighs> I can't help you. I wish I could. 
I've always liked West Virginia. I, I, I like Neil Brown. He's a nice guy. Neil Brown's a nice guy. Bad football coach. Bad football coach. So the sooner West Virginia make the, makes the decision to go 1-11, one, one win, 11 losses, and move away from Neil Brown, the better here. That's all I'm asking you to do. Lose with valor, cut your losses, and go home. I'm going home. I'm leaving my studio because that's it. That's that's the whole show today. Come back tomorrow. John Kurtz joins us. You know John Kurtz. Get pumped. Put it in the comments. Say yay, John Kurtz. Oh, man, West Virginia, you made me sad. This has been, it always will be. Thank you so much for making it your first listen every single day. You guys make this so fun and easy. I love you all. It's your number one place for serious Big 12 content. This has been, it always will be, Locked On. Thanks again for making it your first listen every single day. Doce Grande.